regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features show. Hello and welcome to Regular Features. I come to you from the Purple Room, the room where assassins go to do deals and swap their favourite hits. And I'm joined by two of the most dangerous men in Western Europe, John Log Blythe, otherwise known as the the Katana. Hi, I've got a knife to your throat. You don't know it yet, but I'll be killing you softly with my um, scripts and features and jokes, I hope. Later, I'm saying goodbye. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm joined by Steve Hogarty, the one they call the shadow in a suit. <laughs> Hi. That's quite like yeah. that. Yeah. I should save that for me. I love that. <laughs> I might use it all of the time when I'm doing my groceries in Iceland. <laughs> Xbox, shout, Xbox Live Gamer Tag. Shouting it at people. So thank you. Steve, uh, what's your... I was going to tr- I'm not going to carry on. What's your feature? Hey, my feature this week is Paco Raban. <laughs> He's here tonight, and he's got some news for you. I really enjoyed the tiny laugh after Paco Roman. <laughs> and Log, what will make us go, ha-ha, when you present a feature? Well, I'm going to make you disgust the world with your behaviour, Joe. Me? In exchange for cash from a reader. Oh, yeah. We're prostituting ourselves. I forgot that's what we do now. We'd forgotten that's we cool. did that, but the shop's still open, and there were things on sale, and people have bought them this week for some reason. You... Absolute rubes. Ow! Why haven't I jumped? Ziggy says you need to listen to regular features. Okay! And now it's time for Steve's regular feature. Steve... Oh, hang on. <laughs> Sorry, guys. There's somebody what? at the door. I better uh, go get it and let uh, well, him or her in. I don't like well, this. Well, will we see you again soon, Steve? Yeah, I'll... I'll probably wait outside while they're in here for some reason. <laughs> that's how that's how guests work. <laughs> that one is person, one work. mic. That's the deal. Yeah. yeah, we don't want to muddy the audio by having both of us shouting. In. Anyway, they've been at the door now. But I'll be back in. Someone was going to be coming back in ten seconds. I it's hope not ten me. seconds. That's a God, lot fuck, of dead air. That Steve. is a lot. That's I don't know your, why. Is your door it, a five-second walk away? Well, yeah. I, for some reason, I thought about the actual amount of time it would take me to go to the door and back, rather than the amount of time it's going to take me to think of a voice to do into the microphone, mm. which is probably eight seconds. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'll let them in. Hello, I'm Haka Roban, enfant terrible of the 1960s French fashion world and 75,000-year-old assassin of Pharaohs. Mm. Enfant Terrible is French for terrible baby, by the way. They called me that after I crawled off a motorway bridge and caused a massive pileup in which seven people died and hundreds more were severely delayed. How's it going? Good. Good. I'll cut to the chase then, shall I? You may know me from my big range of big smells, many of which got on the news because of how they are. (laughs) (laughs) You missed out a word and it was better. (laughs) That's exactly what happened. But did you ever wonder how you can fit a big, big smell into a small bottle and what that liquid sloshing around inside the bottle is? Well, it's not fresh, delicious water. I can tell you that from personal experience. From the time I woke up in the middle of the night 
and was too lazy to go downstairs to the kitchen, so I picked up a vial of Olympia Blossom and hurled it at the skirting board, and then got down on all fours to suck the wet out of the shag. I couldn't get the taste of top notes of Jasmine Grandiflora out of my mouth for weeks. So that's what the liquid isn't. What about what the liquid do actually be? To find out, I visited a perfumery which is a kind of a house where perfume happens all of the time. What I learned will shock you out of your bloody seat. <laughs> <laughs> Was that sound you walking down the street <laughs> to the perfumier? <laughs> hello? Hello? Ah, uh, Mr. Raban, hello. Welcome to the perfumery. Come inside, come inside. And please inhale all the smells you like. All the smells are free at the perfumery. Just exhale them before you leave. Oh, thank you. Please tell me, what is the liquid inside the bottle made of? Well, there will be a mixture of essential oils, aroma compounds, fixatives, solvents, and bad grease. In fact, this hot tub here is filled to the brim with perfume water, fresh out of the pipes. Would you like to get into this hot tub with me, Paco Raban? Yes. Sploosh. Wow. Wow. Oh, sorry, that's you. That's me. Wow, you can wow too if you like. Wow. <laughs> this hot tub has top notes of tonka beans and sandalwood. Thank you. I mixed it myself this morning. By the way, did I mention that I'm 75,000 years old and that I've met God three times and that I murdered Tutankhamun in 1324 BC? Yes, I know everything there is to know about you, Pakarabam. Huh? How's that? Because I am you, Pakarabam. Everything you see here exists inside your mind. The perfumery, the hot tub. You're in a coma, Paco. You sucked a lungful of potent aroma compounds out of a wet rug, and it drove you insane. Oh. Huh? What? Where am I? Oh, I'm back in my bedroom again. What a crazy dream. You're telling me! Well, if it isn't my old friend, our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Hi, Paco. Say, Jesus, while I was whacked out on toxic smell juices just now, I didn't do or say anything that would warrant a section on my Wikipedia page called Eccentricities, did I? No, oh, I wouldn't worry too much about that, Paco. Now climb aboard my time blimp. We're gonna fuck Louis the Fifteenth so hard his rough starts to spin around like a comedy bow tie. So I found out today that Paco Rabanne says fucking insane things, like about how he's seventy five thousand years old. Wait, wait, wait. Hang wait, on. Wait. How much is that is true? All of it. I need to know everything that Paco Rabanne <laughs> said about his life and relationship with Jesus. Even the Christ. bit where. He- he was a terrible baby that crawled off a motorway bridge. Uh, that bit, no. He Wikipedia does describe him as an enfant terrible, but I am I that bit up. Am I Jesus to Paco Roban? Because if so, I see some hijinks on YouTube <laughs> if he's still alive. He is still alive. He's 75,000 years old, dog. I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> oh, no hurry then. <laughs> what else has he done? Like... What, apart from the 75,000-year-old assassin of Pharaoh's thing, right. yeah, what's so he, his other eccentricities? Uh, so he believes he's lived multiple lives, one as a prostitute, 
during the reign of Louis the Fifteenth. I bet he only had really expensive sex and people just wanted loads of him. I bet he wasn't a shit prostitute. He also says that he's 75,000 years old, which means that... He's lived concurrently with himself multiple times. Yes. So that, bet, that's some doctor. I bet he bought it off himself. That'd be amazing. <laughs> he fucked himself during the reign of Louis the Fifteenth. Then he met and God. gave birth to another himself. It's just loads of him fucking himself in what amounts to a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> uh, he also predicted that the Mer space station would crash into Paris in 1999 and said if it did not come to pass, he would stop doing predictions. I don't know <laughs> if you're aware that the Mer space station did not crash into Paris. Mm. But the Virgin Mary appeared to Paco Rabanne and told him to keep making predictions. <laughs> <laughs> so who's he to say no to the Virgin Mary herself? Not when he's mates with Jesus. I now think it's brilliant <laughs> that I accidentally did my Uri Geller voice for this because he's the only <laughs> other person as fucking stupid as Paco Rabanne. Oh, you need to do a Paco Rabanne-Uri Geller crossover. <laughs> Those guys would get up to some I'll, shit. I'll be Zim for it. <laughs> Zim, Paco and Uri on the road. So it could be the new what ba- they'd get up to. It's the new banana rama. Just one more feature. <laughs> Give it to me. Delicious ice cream. God, I'm sorry, you're recording. From Italy. Regular features. And now it's time for my regular feature. Um, Unusually and weirdly, this week in the regular feature shop has been a bit busy. We've sold one of the the second to last big t-shirt. We've sold a forgiveness from me for the, the last forgiveness from me for the upscaled price of £10, which I'll have to do next week, because on top of that, we've also sold one of the last few A2 prints of print of Blythe Manor, mm-hmm. and we have sold Joe. I'm very sorry to say to this to you, but we've sold the one occasion of Joe will debase himself like the vile creature that you all know him to be. Paraphrasing. Is it Squalid um, Beast? Squalid, squalid beast. beast. You're a dirty creature. You writhe in the muck is, I mm. think, the basis of it. I mean, I wrote that for God knows how many features ago as a launch <laughs> for the shop, as when as my revenge feature for you taking the piss out the shop. Mm-hmm. And we put that thing in there for 50 quid and someone's bought it. Someone's That's paid 50 quid for this feature. Wow. Absolutely insane. Do you know who? I don't know if they want to know, but they did buy a T-shirt as well. And their message on the t-shirt purchase was, put Joe on the t-shirts, you cowards. Okay, that's good. I like them now. But also, did did they actually... I I am curious as to whether they thought it was a real thing (laughs) that they They, were going to get. They probably thought it was a joke, but to my mind, a man who's been running a pub and not much else, and to receive 50 quid through an online shop with a very obvious line about what you've got to do next that was Mm. um yeah i'm gonna do it joe i'm gonna make you fucking squirm in the soil baby okay um so um rather than just let you debase yourself in a simple method i'd rather turn this into a kind of game show joe Mm -hmm. 
a 3-2-1 format game show where it goes through three parts, each of which has a different format. But I'm not going to do the bit at the end where you go through a really tough riddle that makes no sense because I didn't have time to write that. But what I add, what I did have time to do, Joe, is this mm. part one where you read out what I have provided for you in this envelope and you have to give us clues as to what disgusting creature you are. And we will oh. guess. Yeah, okay. Right. Uh, okay, I've got a disgusting creature in mind. Lovely. Hello. I'd love to chat, but I'm writhing around and giggling with my pals in the carcass of a sheep right now. That's right. I saw a rotten great lump of ovine carrion, and my first instinct wasn't to say, Pewee, no thanks, like you would. Instead, I said, Woof, woof, gats to gits. <laughs> now I'm here, and I couldn't be happier. I've got great strips of stinky meat to press my respiratory stigmas into. Of course, my future is much more squalid than this. I'm going to put metaphorical Wellington boots on and stamp around in actual shit, singing, Oh, what a night! Excrement is what I like to eat. It's like bacterial biomass 40. Just like it is every night. I'm such a rotten sod that I want this. I have no desire to finish a cup of soup, then raise the mug to my mouth and wait for the last powdery lumps to slither down my neck like a posh nice person does. I simply want to be sick on a shit and eat it when I grow up. Right. Um, thank you very much, Joe Scrabbles, for just telling us how you feel. Um, but what animal were you being in this situation? Does anyone have any guesses? Some sort of shit-eating slug person. <laughs> I I listened to that. You, you've read the comments on my reviews. <laughs> and I was just thinking of a crow pecking its own arsehole. Or like a battery hen pecking the arsehole of the battery hen in the cage next to it. Oh, fucking no. hell. But trying really hard, but with no effect, because their beaks have been taken off by a chicken doctor. Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> welded so, open. <laughs> I was going to say welded <laughs> shut, but that would rather defeat the purpose of fattening up a head. Just loads of... Oh, my God. They they can't cluck without a beak. All they do is just go... <laughs> they just, <laughs> just Hundreds of ucking chickens. They just <laughs> So um, I've, o- I've opened the um, answer envelope to this one, which was given us to... Given us to... Given us... Given us to us by ITV. Given us to us by ITV. The envelope was given to us by ITV. And um, it says, You are Joe Scrabbles, but you're crushing some maggots to death with your big thoughtless body because their lifestyle on the corpse of a sheep is aspirational to you. (laughs) And your profoundly stupid brain thought you could join them if you just jumped on, because it has no concept of the limitations of science and your body. You're a stupid, squalid creature. You might as well be a maggot, but you're not. Uh, that's Like a shit-eating slug person. <laughs> you're a shit-eating slug person. Is that what you're describing? Yes, I think yeah. that's <laughs> probably pretty much it. Yeah. So, um, no points anywhere for the first round. Now it's time to move on to part two of this game show, which is... I think what everyone everyone's fondest memory of three two one is the the fun skit they do in the middle. The one I remember is when they go into a, a saloon and there's 
the busty one and that. So it's always a lot of fun. A lot of money goes on making the set for the second stage in 321. Here we go. Welcome to my small independent local shop. Hello. Just a glass of water, please. For fuck's sake. How dare you? I just want a glass of complimentary water, as is my legal right. Of course, sir. Log, can you pour this thing a glass of water, please? Oh, for fuck's sake. Your belligerence is draining stars from my inevitable online review. Right away, sir. Here you go, Steve. Your glass of complimentary tap water, sir. Thank you for supporting local businesses in this difficult time. Your politeness has mollified me. Oh, no, 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 no! Is, is there something wrong with your water, sir? This water is fresh from the tap. I wanted stagnant muck water that's been in an open container for six months. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I wanted to fill my little rubber douche with wet listeria and squirt it into my bumhole. I can change your water for you if you're not happy with it. We don't sell stagnant water, Log. Oh, yeah. I wanted to dab bad skunky stink on my wrists like I'm in the Boots perfume area and then sit on this bucket of caterpillars and squat my eggs into it. Could you please leave? Yes, I think it's best if you left now, sir. Okay. Uh, But I I just need to use the toilet. Absolutely not. I'm in the cubicle now. Oh, boy, the person before me didn't flush. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Call call the police, Steve. I'm picking up fistfuls of bad paper and I'm slapping them all over my smooth body. Hello, is that the police? Yes. Hello, I'd like a policeman, please. I've got a very hot body, so it's drying and hardening. I'm entering something of a cocoon state, so I might be here for a while. Oh, just fuck it. Let's just close the shop for another six months. I can't be arsed with this. Fair enough, but one thing I wonder is... What do you wonder, Steve? What creature was that? So, now we cut back to the the two remaining teams on 3-2-1 with Ted Rogers, <laughs> and we talk about what kind of, <laughs> what kind of possible think he was. creature was that. Uh, something... Are you sticking with Slug? No, this was more of a mosquito <laughs> deal, I think. Like, there was some sort of... Uh, <laughs> I think the the stagnant water suggested some sort of egg-laying shit. (laughs) And I was thinking of just a cocoon state. I was thinking of just a a spider that sloughs off its skin. But I know that's not a cocoon, Mm. but you know what happens with 3-2-1. Sometimes they throw your red herrings like that. You've got to think laterally when it comes to these slug-eating shit people. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Like Joe. Yeah. Yes, they're, like they're always trying to bowl you a rotten googly. <laughs> and so let's open, let's open the envelope and see what it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, it turns out it was Joe Scrabbles again, oh. who was mm-hmm. just confused about, at one point, thinking that he was going to be the wasp that lays its eggs in caterpillars and forces them to do weird things. <laughs> but then, being... Disgusting beyond reason, just wanted to make a papier mache scum cocoon and lie on the floor like a mummified twat. So, yep. um, yes, it's still Joe. It's still Me. Joe. Still Joe being a disgusting base vile. But that's not all. We're going, we're launching ourselves now into the final session, which is a QA session with Mr. Joe Scrabbles. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Joe, how do you reproduce? 
Every night. What's your favourite hairstyle? Drawn back tight. How do you reproduce? You asked me that. What's your favourite hairstyle? A big cow pad. How do you reproduce? Going on too long. What's your favourite hairstyle? It's time for a song. Hi there, sugar. Welcome to the big squelch. (laughs) (laughs) I've been squelching. Uptown squelching. I've been squelching across the floor. See my trail lead out the door. Into the bathroom where you'll see the moisture of anatomy. My humid taint is damp enough to irrigate a meadow. <laughs> Wait, I've gone out of rhythm. <laughs> the thing I had in mind was, my humid taint is damp enough to irrigate a meadow. The okay, liquid good. syrup in my bath more chocolatey than Freddo. <laughs> Well, you've done that bit. <laughs> you could be like the uh, the guest verse. <laughs> I've been squelching. Uptown squelching. <laughs> I've been squelching in my pants all night. Through a meaty aperture so tight. I'm sliding slowly into view from that door. In verse two. Did you forget the door? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that you? Sorry, I forgot. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. I'm Juicy Susan. I don't, wait, this bit this is spo- completely This is spoken meter. word. This is spoken oh, word. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. I'm Juicy Susan. I don't jump. The earth drops briefly from my feet. I sleep unobserved in the gaps in the universe. I eat leftover time and drink diluted clock cordial. But most of all, I am juicy. Witness my squelching and hibernate forever. Don't assume my squelch just comes from the clap of my wet ass. I'm squelching in too many ways for computers to pass. Sweat in my armpits. That's a flat palm squelching. Wax in my earlobes. Fingertip squelching. Mucus dragged, <laughs> mucus dragged up from poorly belching. All my heart organs silently, endlessly squelching. My shirt rides up, you get a flash. My juicy gunt got nappy rash. Turned a ton of cow towel. <laughs> Turned a ton of talc powder. <laughs> I've lost it completely. Turned a ton of talcum powder. Slick and stinking like clam chowder. I've been squelching. Uptown squelching. Squelching all night long, baby. Squelching like I never did. I'm handing you a can of squelch. Open the lid. Who am I, baby? Um, according to the album envelope, that was Juicy Susan, who briefly used Joe as a mouthpiece, which is one of her many abilities. And if you go on to the website, um, that song, the song lyrics to that do appear in the encyclopedia. And they've been backdated to make it look like they've always been there, which is what <laughs> Juicy Susan does. Because she drinks clock cordial. <gasps> it all put, you, it's all there. She's using Joe as a sort of meat puppet for her own mm. squelchy ends. And she does have squelchy ends. Mm, You've just does. heard them. Mm, perfectly dry <laughs> middle. <laughs> squelchy ends. And let me tell you, she's all ends, that one. <laughs> Nothing but ends from start to finish. That was fun. That was a. Uh, that was great. <laughs> yeah. Well, because Log made me, Log made me read that earlier, and I won't lie, I don't really know what three, two, one even is, so I just went with it. Uh, but I genuinely think that's one of the most deranged things you've ever written. There's. Let's just hope it translates into audio, shall we? 100% does. (laughs) 
That's all audio all the time. What's that? I love it. My juicy gunt got nappy rash. I think <laughs> yeah, that was horrible. That's probably <laughs> enough. <laughs> features. The regular features. These are the episodes of the Regular Features podcast. Their continuing mission to find a feature worth repeating. To seek out new features and regular features. To boldly feature where no feature had featured before. Regular featured before. Regular features! Regular features! Regular features! Regular features! Regular features! Regular features! Regular features, regular features. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. If you liked the podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out by chucking in a couple of quid per episode and what you get in return for your generous offer is a very mm-hmm. special thing that we like mm-hmm. to call a bee name mm-hmm. now listen mm-hmm. we have had three readers come to us with bee-shaped holes in their hearts and empty name tags just aching <laughs> to be filled hello my bee name is <laughs> and then you write you write this underneath please give a bee name to jonathan hughes well my name's jonathan blythe so if, if I was asking for so a bee name, step off. it would be Jonathan B. Lithe, the livest bee in the hive. Um, don't know what your name is, Jonathan fucking Hughes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you just gave yourself a bee name. I think it's about That's time. It's never been done. We've opened so many doors for ourselves. <laughs> well, Jonathan B. Lithe. Jonathan H. B pencil. H B H B pencil. With a tip like a stinger. Oh, yeah. they, pencils do sting you. And a rubber on the end. Safe to sting you with a rubber on the end. That's that's your name. Safe to sting you with a rubber on the end. <laughs> you've got you've got rhythm in your heart today, Locke. <laughs> Everything you're doing is in a beautiful meter. Please give a B name to Rowan Merriam. Row, row. Am I going to sing? Row, row, row your boat down a hive of honey. (laughs) (laughs) Hexagons, 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 hexagons. Sell it for some money. That's very good. Enjoy it, Rowan. And finally, please give a bee name. To Ed Carter. How much There's do you no... like these bits every week, Steve, where you have to edit out <laughs> like minutes of near silence? <laughs> well, it's quite easy to do. Microsoft 95 and Carter B. <laughs> there we go. Well, if you'd like your own B name, you know what to do. You go to patreon.com forward slash regular features. And you know you're going to get a good one because just listen to... We're knocking them out of the park. I think the B names get better and better every <laughs> week. But that's no reason to hesitate. Don't hang around because you think, oh, if I, if I get them a couple of weeks down the line, it's going to be a better B name than I could ever conceivably get today. 
We're going to yeah. peak soon. It could be now. It could be tomorrow. I don't think it's going to be now or tomorrow, though. I think we've got a few weeks in us. It's like Bitcoin. I think, got, I, think, I think we've got a run up. I think this is just one of those endless repetition jokes where it just never stops getting better. I think so, too. And I think <laughs> the older like, B names accrue value, like the longer you hold on to them. If you have a vintage B name, like a, a 2020 B name, then you know you've, mm-hmm. you've got something good there. So uh, Well, the, the day Elon Musk tweets about B names is the day that this podcast really takes yeah. off. And if, and if you've seen the amount of silence while we think of B names, you know that every B name takes longer to mine than the last. It's just a much more complicated process. <laughs> Which, yeah, and it, to be fair, the fact that we have to keep our lights on during all of this really is, like, we've got a significant environmental impact with every every longer mining situation for B names. Yeah. And I am just pouring petrol into the drains. <laughs> My mouth. A hive? <laughs> well, that's it. We're all done. Let's wrap this up. Good night. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Regular Features Podcast. Oh, and if anyone wants to put Juicy Susan, Uptown Squelching, to actual music, then let's do it. You've done a fucking music. Let's do real music. Let's make a fucking hit single for this podcast. <laughs> I feel like that's absolutely impossible. <laughs> no, we can re-record the fucking sounds. <laughs> just if you want to turn Uptown Squelching into a, a premium modern hit, I'm up for it. <laughs>